Joining me in the studio, I'm very pleased to have Joe Malinano. Joe's uh, uh, an older person uh, for the city of Fitchburg. It is a city now. It ain't no little yeah, town anymore, yeah. man. It's 1983, baby. We're 40. <laughs> yeah, 34,000 people. That's it. That's a lot. Now, I was yeah. kind of half joking at, uh, uh, earlier in the show saying, you know, I don't know why you guys are bothering. You're going to get taken over by Madison. Is that ever going to happen? You know, that's uh, actually a part of the history of Fitchburg is uh, Fighting. stopping the absorption of Madison as a as a um, growing city. I think you guys should have built that wall, actually. <laughs> it's, uh, uh, no comment. No, yeah, yeah, I know. I know. Sorry about that. Uh, Joe, so uh, how's it going there on the city council? You've been uh, serving now for how many years? I'm going on my fourth. Oh, wow. Yeah, I started right during the pandemic, right after it. All right. And yeah. uh, uh, how's everything going over there in Fitchburg? What, what are the big issues? Is, is yeah, there's um, there's a lot of big issues. So um, we were voted one of the fastest, not voted, uh, we were we are one of the fastest growing cities in the state of Wisconsin. Um one of the big things is we took on an additional about three and three thousand to four thousand people with the well, town of Madison. But the town of Madison being uh, absorbed into Madison, and y- then yeah, so three fourths of it went to Madison, the other fourth went to us. So all that area by Rimrock Road, by Delta Beer Lab, and all that—that's mm-hmm. Fitchburg now. That's Fitchburg now. That used yeah. to be town of Madison. That used to be town of Madison. So Moreland Road area. Um, that's right. It, it, can you can you kind of give uh, some of our listeners who might not know exactly what Fitchburg or where it is? I don't. Or, sure. I mean, most of them know it's somewhere south of you know going on Fish Hatchery Road and Park Street, and, and you're you're there yeah. maybe. Uh, but what are the boundaries? Yeah, so um, uh, Fitchburg is actually pretty big geographically because it actually contains a lot of farmland. So if you look at a map, um, it's like a big square with kind of some uh, squiggles on the top. Um, but the square incorporates about half of the city as um, rural so uh it's actually designated rural um we have you know specific zoning ordinances about developing there but we've also got big kind of large uh more affluent neighborhoods we've got apartment complexes we've got small homes um and fitchburg is the most diverse municipality in dane county really yeah about a third of our residents are um, black or latino um, you know, we have a small number of kind of Southeast Asian residents as well. And, um, we've got, um, no downtown, no school district, um, but a lot of vibrancy going on, a lot of great people. That's what I was wondering. I was wondering what you would consider the downtown area. Well, um, as, as, uh, as you guys are, are the fastest growing, uh, city in the state of Wisconsin, um, you also got these growing pains going on. What are some of the growing pains for the city of Fitchburg? Yeah, um, so our, our staffing needs are growing. So um, the city's actually looking at going to a ref- referendum next year to be able to add additional staffing. Um, you know, the state, for the city government. For the city government, yeah. State laws prevent us from going above a tax um, limit um, based on our population and our land. Mm-hmm. And um, we need to grow. We need more staff in many areas. We need um, you know, our growing infrastructure. Um, so there's a lot of different needs that we're going to have in the coming years. And um, in addition to that, um, you know, the thing we're here to talk about today is yes. that um, we're going to have a, a, a new police facility built this year. Okay. Um, and it's been, you know, pretty vigorously debated over the past month or so in council and uh, here well, to talk about yeah. that. Yeah. What are the big issues here now with the, uh, you want to get a new police department. You got it. Currently the, uh, the police force is actually held in the basement of the of your city government building, your city county building, right? Yeah, so City Hall um, was built in 1999, I believe, and somebody 
can call in and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, sounds good to me. Yeah, sounds good to me. Um, since then, um, our city's grown um, by you know tens of thousands. So right now, um, we're at about thirty-four thousand, like you mentioned. Um, we have a um, police force uh, that at the max would be about 55 sworn officers. Um, I think we've got seven vacancies last I checked. Again, somebody fact check me. Um, but, you know, the space is too small. It's about 17,000 square feet. And um, we've had it on the horizon about past 10 years that, that we would eventually build a standalone facility. So now's the year to do that. All right. So what's uh, what's the controversy all about, though, with this uh, new building? Sure. So um, over the course of the past year or so, um, there have been discussions about what features that this building would have. And um, um, one of the features is um, there, there's several features. So I'll, I'll just go through them. One of them is um, building materials. So things are more expensive now. Mm -hmm. It takes more money to build things. Um, we're looking at um, steel and glass as an exterior for the city hall for the um, facility and also um, the building is looking at proposed sustainability features like geothermal solar and things like that so all those things kind of drive the price up a little bit when we look at the sustainability features might drive the price down because of all the cost savings mm -hmm. the energy savings the rebates from the government and everything like that we're still analyzing that um, but a big feature that is newer um, is a proposed uh, training bay, um, which would include a uh, shooting range. Mm -hmm. um, now, really, we've only started hearing these kind of arguments more recently in these uh, proposals. Um, but right now we're in the process of um, potentially either approving or denying a budget amendment. Um, and for those folks that don't you know, follow government really closely, if you... Um, you set a budget for the next year, and um, once that budget is set, if you want to change that budget by a significant amount, mm -hmm. you need a two-thirds vote as opposed to a majority. Okay. In we your have, city council. On our city council. So we have uh, eight members of the council, and uh, in order for a budget amendment to pass, um, we would need six out of the eight um, alders voting in the affirmative. And um, we're looking at our February 13th meeting at um, potentially voting on a $15 million increase um, to a building that right now costs or is budgeted at $35 million. Right. And now you uh, mentioned the other day that the total city operating expenses is like $34 million and you guys are, it's being proposed that you guys get a new uh, a police department building um, and it's going to cost like $50 million. So, yeah. 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 So, so, so on the, um, on the, you know, past few city council meetings, um, we've discussed this and fleshed it out. Um, we've had a couple public hearings um, in the past week. Um, we're going to have a few more in the next coming weeks. Um, but right now, you know, there's opinions on various sides of the argument. Well, what are those? I mean, how controversial can it be? It's like you need a new building. You all know that. Um is it some parts of this proposal that people are opposed to, like the shooting range itself, or what? Do people think it's not necessary, or what? Yeah. Um, for me personally, I'll just speak on myself as okay. an elected official. So um, we're tasked with, you know, making financial decisions about the city and and doing what's in the city's best interest. Um, 
this increase in funding um, was presented by our architects uh, in our December meeting. Um, prior to that, it had been discussed in a police facility ad hoc committee. Um, they, had, they had met three times previously. It was made up of residents and a couple of alders. And um, we didn't really, as a council, in front of our body, formally see it until um, December 12th. Mm -hmm. And um, there wasn't a kind of comprehensive, in my opinion, vetting process um, on what features that this building should have mm -hmm. in the same way that you would with any other type of a large project, whether it be um, a community park, a teen center, road projects. Um, generally, if you want to introduce something that's going to be a large expense into the city, you usually got to do that a few years out. Right. Um, you got to put it in our capital improvement plan. And then eventually you have to get public input sessions. Those input sessions didn't really start happening until about November. But you guys d d had been planning a new police department, uh, a police building for several years. Already. That's Let's an important distinction to make. Right. Okay. Yep. So that's already been planned, but then these new things. Now, is this becoming a, a real controversial thing? And, and, uh, um, and why? So I think the big issue comes around... Um, you know, a the price tag and 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 b the the features of the building. Okay. So, um, you know, right now where our police department is at um, is that if they want to be trained on certain, um, if they want to go to a range, they gotta right, and they that, gotta use like City of Madison's range. They have to use City of Madison's range. They could use Dane County's outdoor range, which is way uh, over there by DeForest and yep. Wanakee area. Yep, and and. Um, you know, and both ranges are at a premium for space. Right. Um, the Madison range is used by all types of law enforcement agencies. Um, you have to book out pretty far in advance. And for the officers that cannot, um, you know, get a spot to meet their shooting requirements, um, they have to sometimes go as far as Toma. And pay out of their own pocket? or And, is, and obviously the city would cover that. So that's a cost to the city. Now, yeah. you mentioned the building was, was going to be a glass and steel structure. Initially, I mean, and is that mainly for aesthetics or is that, uh, um, you said that's more expensive too, right? Yeah, I mean, like, I, I think our, you know, our building materials are, are um, you know, pricey. Okay. Um. I think we need to flesh that out as a council and learn more about that. Um, but um, kind of going back to the, the range piece, one of the big um, you know, debates is, should we take this on as a city, right? Should our city, which has a population of 34,000, um, take on this particular expense mm -hmm. when the only two facilities that exist for officers to be able to use their firearms are city of Madison, Dane County. Um, one of the things I've asked in meetings was, could we go in on this with other municipalities? You know, could this be something that, um, you know, other government entities could, um, or the Oregon uh, um, uh, police department or whatever you guys could share the right. use of this facility. Is right. that, uh, is that, is that something that could happen? Um, you know, I've asked and um, the response that I've gotten has been, um, you know, it's difficult for different governments to be able to cooperate and collaborate with one mm -hmm, another. Mm -hmm. um, there's also been arguments presented that, you know, this would be a good recruiting tool for uh, potential 
um, officers, um, also that it could be, um, you know, something that would allow, you know, officers to go kind of above and beyond the requirements that they have and practice other forms of training beyond just shooting, um, kind of live scenarios, um, you know, defense and arrest tactics. Um, and, and I think all of those concerns are very valid, mm-hmm. right? Having that training is going to be very important. However, um, for a decision to be made in such a short period of time is not consistent with how normally we go through city processes, which we, we really look at what is the need. We look at the data. We have broad community input. And I applaud the department for, um, you know, scheduling meetings in the past week, for instance, um, with a couple weeks notice and scheduling more meetings. Mm. However, you know, this needs to be more broadly advertised. Um, this needs to be something that really, um, well, what would that mean for the average taxpayer in Fitchburg then? That's a great question. So, um, if this facility were built, um, at its max, so 49.2 million, um, the average taxpayer, um, would pay about, um, the average homeowner would pay about two hundred and fifty dollars um, more per year, just for the on, police department. On, just for the just, just for, for that the, building, for wow, the building, that facility. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So what? with with a coming referendum, you know, there's also going to be some pretty large tax increases as well. Um, you know, so this is a major financial decision, and and um, I just want to make it clear that. Um, you, so you want oppo- more time. I'm I mean, not opposed not- to training. I'm not opposed to the station. I'm fully in support of the station being built. Um, however, you know, it, it needs to be vetted more. Mm-hmm. And, and the architect presented us with one option. Um, and it's expensive to be able to go back and revise and create a new option. The input should have come before, before all that. Right. Well, right. Okay, so you're more or less uh, concerned about the process itself, not actually the 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 project itself, right? Yeah. I mean, you think it's going to happen? Well, I mean, but but what is a proper amount of time in in notice that uh, uh, your your residents of Fitchburg should have or be allowed to, uh, for a, a decision like this, which is going to raise their property taxes, which are probably uh, considerably high already, but another two hundred and fifty bucks a year. Sure. For the police department, right? Sure. So. I mean, I think for a project like this, we need to, um, you know, look at the various aspects of it, right? So you have a the the station itself, you know, which we budgeted at a certain amount. If we need to adjust that amount for either inflation or you know just the fact that building costs have gone up, <clears throat> or features that you know may be able to pay themselves off, um, we should look at that. But if we are going to, you know, add additional features that weren't necessarily in that 10 year plan, um, you know, we should allow the proper time for um, people to be able to weigh in. And, and of course, allowing proper time, though, the costs continue to go up and rise yep. even then. Yep. So absolutely. So it's time is of the essence, but you want to do it the right way. What other types of issues or what t- other types of growth are going on in the city besides a new uh, a police facility? Yeah. um, I mean, you know, one, we're going to be looking at um, staffing. So um, the city will be, um, you know, completing a a staffing study Mm -hmm. um, to determine, you know, all across our city what needs we have. Um, 
you know, the other things that are on the horizon is um, we're building a uh, community park in our um, Leopold Fish Hatchery Road area. It's oh. going to be called the Hub, not to be confused with the Black Business Hub. Yeah, yep. different project, but um, actually, in one of our most dense neighborhoods, where we have about eleven percent of our population, um, we've been without kind of a large comprehensive park, and mm-hmm. um, um, you know, we're set to build that within the next year or two. Um, also, in uh, my district, um, we're looking towards uh, building a teen center. Um, in the next few years, um, we're going to be starting a feasibility study this year um, to look at what kind of needs there are for um, older youth to be able to have recreation um, and, and a place to be able to feel safe, feel um, a sense of belonging. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, in addition to that, like I said, we've got a, a new neighborhood, um, the Southdale neighborhood and, and that neighborhood oh, over uh, in Mormon yep, Road, the yep, one we were exactly. talking about. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, and that that neighborhood is a part of um, our Healthy Neighborhoods Initiative program. So we have four um, neighborhoods that we've identified as, um, you know, having um, larger needs than our other um, parts of our city. And we have a um, small grant program. Uh, for nonprofits that do work in those neighborhoods to be able to get um, up to $15,000 in grant funding. And um, that process is actually open right now. So if you go to the city's website um, and look up Healthy Neighborhood Initiative Grant, um, the grant is open through February 9th. So any organizations listening, if you do work in either the Allied, um, Dunsmarsh, Belmar area, the King James Way area, um, the um, Leopold Fish Hatchery mm-hmm. Road area or the Southdale neighborhood, um, and you want to apply for that grant, um, you know, please look into it. Well, we're speaking yeah. with uh, uh, Fitchburg City Council Member Joe Maldonado. Um, he's been in in that in that area for a long a long time. You're also a longtime business person in that area. What is the level of citizen participation in Fitchburg? Are you comfortable with that? I mean, do you hear a lot from your constituents? Is it only certain? elements of the of the citizens or do you feel that uh, everybody has uh, at least an, an opportunity to voice their opinion in Fitchburg? Yeah um, you know I think there's certain things we do great and um, you know one is the fact that we have um, you know public access TV um, fact TV um, so people can live stream our uh, committee meetings mm. our council meetings um, and our commission meetings, and um, they can see it in live time. And then um, once it's been a couple of days um, past, it's uploaded to our YouTube channel. Um, one uh, challenge that I think the city has is that the campus center where City Hall is located, where the library is located, where the senior center is located, uh, is not accessible by bus. So one of the things that the council is doing is um, looking into um, – could we potentially expand our transit service to go all the way to City Hall so that people can it's, get there? It's not a driving? separate, you, it's still part of Madison Metro, right? Yeah, so, yeah, okay. we, we buy into Madison Metro. <clears throat> so, um, you know, one success story that I um, say uh, is that when we were looking to um, finalize the absorption of the town of Madison, um, Madison Metro was actually redoing their bus routes. Mm-hmm. And um, part of that redoing of the bus routes included the Southdale neighborhood. And um, residents found out that their bus route was potentially going to change. And they showed up in droves. Okay. Um, about 40 people showed up. They had Spanish interpreters. 
Um, and they've made it very clear that they want to keep their bus route the way it is. And, and the council respected that and, and honored it and, and um, Excellent. You know, recommended to Madison Metro mm-hmm. that they don't change that particular route. And it didn't change. All right. Joe Maldonado uh, giving us an update of what's going on in Fitchburg. Well, I guess this is probably something we'll be watching for. But this is somewhat controversial subject right now is the building of that police facility. So we'll. We'll see how that goes. I want to thank you very much uh, uh, for coming down today. Good to see you, and uh, keep up the good work. Thanks for having me, Tony. All right, Joe Maldonado.